Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles for becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Paul, you and I share a unique role as friends. We are both grandfathers and love it. Yes, indeed. Diane and I have 11 wonderful grandchildren. Rita and I have five. So let's talk today about the role of grandparents in God's eternal plan. Larry Fowler, founder of the Legacy Coalition, says, The incredible potential of Christian grandparents to be influencers of their grandchildren is unrealized in most churches, under-resourced by ministries and publishers, and overlooked by almost everyone. And Dr. Josh Mulvihill, in his book, Biblical Grandparenting, says less than one in four Christian grandparents see their role as a discipler of their grandchildren. They view a grandparent as a friend, cheerleader, and helper to the parents. This dominates their vision of their role. I agree. Many grandparents feel set aside as detached observers to watch their children raise their grandchildren. We are welcome to watch and pray, but not to get too involved. Deuteronomy 6.2 in the New Living Translation uses the word grandchildren when most translations say, your children's children. Moses said, these are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. In all my years of hearing speakers and sermons, I cannot recall anyone talk about intentional spiritual grandparenting until a conversation with my friend Bob Dobson, who leads seminars on this topic. Grandparents can play a huge role in assisting their sons and daughters. Circumstances such as death, divorce, distance, difficulties, and desire affect the influence of grandparents. Each culture may refer to a grandfather with a different term, but always with respect. Story time for our listeners. My maternal grandfather, Grandpa Mills, was a spirited little Welshman born back in the 1800s. His rugged, pioneering, no-nonsense worldview was just let me get the job done. He probably had a disproportionate influence on my life. My paternal grandfather, Cunningham, died before I was born. My grandma, Cunningham, was in heaven by the time I was five, and Grandma Mills was blind from diabetes and died when I was about 10. While my father was serving overseas with the Canadian Second Army in the Second World War, my mother and I lived in a rural community with her parents. Grandpa Mills became a surrogate father to me and my boyhood hero. He taught me to help him hunt rabbits as soon as I was old enough to walk through the bush with a toy gun making lots of noise. He said rabbits will run in a circle and come back to where they started. He taught me how to walk into the bush quietly marking the trail to find my way home. Bend the saplings so when you come back they point in the direction you came from. And he introduced me to some serious survival skills if I ever got lost in the bush for the night. Plastic and elastic. Carry a piece of plastic, attach a small stone in each corner, 
by wrapping an elastic around the stone in the plastic, stretch it over a tree, bow, and you have an instant shelter. From my childhood observations of hunting with Grandpa Mills, there appear to be two options when a hunter makes a kill. Either clean the whole animal to preserve it or remove one choice piece of meat for a meal. Grandpa taught me that the lazy hunter fails to gut and clean the whole animal. Too messy. If he refuses to take the time to dry or roast strips of meat for future meals or for sharing with his family and community back home, he is not only lazy, he's often selfish. No one else benefits from his skills. That is perhaps what King Solomon meant when he wrote, The lazy man does not roast his game, but the diligent man prizes his possessions. Proverbs 12:27. Grandpa Mills taught me that it is wise to roast the spoils. Pass on whatever skills or things or knowledge you have learned for the benefit of others. One of his life lessons was there is nothing new under the sun, so don't worry who gets the credit. Almost everything you know, somebody else taught you about it first. Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, 2, And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Let me paraphrase this passage. And you fathers, the things you have heard me, your older fathers, say to you in the presence of many witnesses while we live together, now entrust to your son, my grandson, so he will teach his friends and family how to teach others. Grandparents play a major role in affirming biblical principles taught to their grandchildren. Jim, before we go further with grandparenting, let me remind our listeners that this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. At the end of the program, we'll share how and where you can ask your pressing questions of Dr. Jim and request a written script of the program. One of the things I regret, Jim, was that we live far away from both my grandparents. I did not get to spend time with them. My maternal grandparents were married for 78 years before my grandma died. Grandfather lived to 102. Probably the best thing Grandpa Estabrooks taught me was, don't let circumstances stop you from making a difference. He fathered a second family in his 70s after his first wife died of cancer. And he worked full-time until he was 91 years old when he lost his driver's license. He then spent his days gardening, until he passed away at 98. There are some strategic things Christian grandparents can do to support parents and encourage grandchildren. Grandparents can teach their grandchildren the historical parts of God's blessings and answers to prayer they have experienced in their family's life. Grandparents know details of family history that need to be passed on, and before the discovery of electricity, history was recorded by listening to grandparents tell stories around a campfire. Stories that might even add to the parents' knowledge of how God directed and provided for the family. For example, in Exodus chapter 10, verse 2, God says to Moses, I have done this so that you can tell your children and your grandchildren about how I made a mockery of the Egyptians and about the signs or plagues I displayed among them, and so you will know that I am the Lord. Tell your grandchildren stories about what God has done. Grandparents can pray. 
Some do pray almost daily for each grandchild by name and follow them through their days wherever they are, praying scripture into their lives, helping them become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. One grandparent told me they take one of the epistles written by the Apostle Paul and insert their grandson's name in wherever Paul gives a teaching and pray that verse for their grandson. Paul, you are currently writing your family history. What are you including and why is this important? My bride Diane and I, after 54 years of marriage, want to fulfill what God commanded the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 4.9 when he said, But watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live, and be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. So we are recording details about how we came to faith in Jesus, how we met, how we made decisions in life, the ways God answered prayer, so our children and grandchildren will remember God's goodness in our family. You and I as grandfathers provide a sense of continuity in our family's history, a connection to our grandchildren's past. My grandchildren often ask me a simple question, usually when they're celebrating their birthday. Grandpa Jim, tell me a story about something that happened when you were my age. That takes grace to share wisely. The more challenging one to answer is when they ask, Grandpa, tell me a story about something that happened when Daddy was my age. Especially if Daddy is in the same room. That's where grandparents get to display their acquired grace and humor in what they share. And acquired wisdom in what they don't share. Grandparents can sometimes be a wealth of humor as well, especially telling helpful stories about the grandchildren's parents. Perhaps you're listening to this program and you say, I'm not a grandparent. What does this have to do with me? Well, if you are a father, ask your parents or any older relatives to tell you stories about life at the same age. If you are single on your own, ask your grandparents if they are living to tell you stories of their childhood and lessons God taught them. And if grandparents have passed on, ask an older uncle or cousin or to tell you the stories of lessons they learned from your grandparents. Whatever stage you are at, keep a journal or a notebook to help retain events and life lessons learned that can be shared later. Proverbs says grandchildren are the crowning glory of the age, and good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren. Proverbs 17.6 and Proverbs 13.22 Often grandparents have time just to be with their grandchildren, to take a walk read a book, play a game, or attend an event. One warm summer night, I took our three-year-old grandson outside when it was dark, got a long couch laid down, and we watched the stars together. As it got darker, we saw Venus, and later a satellite went across the sky. I said to him, Lachlan, can you say Venus and satellite? He answered, no, Grandpa, but my mummy can. Just then a shooting star streaked across the sky. Can you say meteorite? No, Grandpa, but my mummy can. I pointed to Orion's belt mentioned in the Bible and said, one of the brightest stars above Orion's belt is called Betelgeuse. Can you say Orion or Betelgeuse? No, but mummy can. I was starting to feel like a failure as a grandfather because he was apparently not learning anything from my teaching. When we came in the house, his mum asked, did you have fun? Yes, Mum. Grandpa Jim showed us the stars. His mum asked, which ones did you see? Without missing a beat, he proudly said, We saw Venus, a satellite, 
a meteorite, Orion's belt, and Betelgeuse. Lesson learned. Grandchildren watch and carefully listen to what grandparents do, what they say, how they act, and what they teach. Grandfathers, keep loving your grandkids no matter what happens. Keep praying for your grandkids and keep loving their grandmother no matter what life issues come along. Grandkids watch and grandkids learn from us how to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Thanks, Jim. Psalm 128.6 says, May you live to enjoy your grandchildren. There you have it, men. Keep learning from the lives of your grandparents and keep being an intentional spiritual grandparent, conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, email Dr. Jim. His address is God at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ.